Yes, people, episode 67 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, how's your week been? Uh, have, have you been completely enamoured and taken back by a childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, his This Is America video? Oh, my God, it's so amazing. It's so woke. It's it's great. It's great. Fuck Kanye. Fuck Kanye. Up Donald Glover. We love Donald Glover. We love him. We love him. We love him. What? He's got a white wife. I fucking hate him. He can't be woke. <laughs> oh, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. I he purposely tried not to have any kind of real emotional connection to um, the video. When, when I'm told that I'm meant to like a video or like something, um, the contrarian in me, the antagonist in me, makes it just go the complete other way. Been like that since I was a kid. Uh, it's just, yeah, I was just being, I felt like I was being told I have to like this video. So I thought, all right, I'll watch it once. All right, I've watched it. Not going to really go on about it too much. Left it. But no, it was just kept on. It was in my face. It was in my face. People doing like their little buzz feeds. 10 things you didn't notice about the This Is America video. 10 hidden messages in the This Is America video. Shout out to the cake lady. And people say hidden messages. Uh, no, yeah, that's a misnomer. If it's a hidden message, then you can't see it because it's hidden. Once you see it, it's no longer a hidden message. So, yeah, good point. But, <laughs> no, I mean, the video's interesting, okay? That's it. That's all I'm giving it. It's an interesting bit of artwork. And that's that. Whether he has a white wife or not, I think he's still black. Um, I think that's how it works. I think if you are one race, but you marry someone of a different race, you still keep the race you was born with. All my certain race is kind of permanent. But is it? Are we political? It's kind of political, as I was discussing that this morning about um, about mixed race. Our mixed race has only really existed politically for about 30, 30 years, if that before then it's just black weren't you always use whatever non-white part of your uh of your mix i think you just always went the darker the darker thing you was to so go from black to brown asian to yellow asian i guess red indians would be somewhere you know it's a dark white to light white you know it just kind of went like that if your dad was Turkish but your mum was white, then you know you're Turkish. That's how it, that's how it was. And now you actually acknowledging people with you know different different ethnicities, different races, and all that. It's, it's good, isn't it? It's all all progress and all that. But um, but still, yeah, the Charles Gambino video, interesting video. Then I realised I I watched the video twice. I couldn't re like re uh, what's the word recount recount any lyrics to the song. Except for This Is America. I was like, well, actually, take this song on its lyrical basis on its own. This song's kind of shit. Um, Therefore, let me listen to the song without the video, see if I like it. Granted, I actually like the song. I like the sound of the song. Um, And yeah, that's it. That that is it. That's all I've got to say about this Donald Glover video. And, um, you know, and if you've got, got, so what, he's got a white wife. So what? So what, he's still going to get his ass shot by police. I don't think you get a little pass, do you, in America? 
get pulled over by the police then like hey uh you know why we pulled you over it's like listen officer before this even continues i just want to let you know here's a picture of my wife she's white so i think we can just speed this along officer we can just carry on going huh don't you think but step out of the car sir it's like, ah shit ah shit but um well i don't know maybe um you know maybe if you are maybe everyone else has been arrested in America, or had the police called on them for uh, being black, just let them know you've got white friends or you've got a white partner. So, next time you're out in Starbucks, yeah, not buying anything before they kick you out, just like, listen, Chet, as you read their little name tags, hey, Chet, before you kick me out, I uh, just want to let you know I was in here last week with a white woman, so don't kick me out. What? Still going to call the police? What? Come on, man. Why are you calling the police, dog? <laughs> but no, why? It's been, uh, been a little spate of that, isn't it? Well reported. Police being called on black people. Um, not really doing anything criminal. you got the thing that's ha- happened at the Yale campus. Um, so from my understanding, I think this is different to the Starbucks thing, right? The Starbucks thing, I think, was just a bit overzealous by the Starbucks people. Um Granted, though, it would annoy me if you sat in my shop and you're not um, buying anything. Like, just buy anything, man. Just buy anything. Just like a $2 cookie. Buy that. Bottle of water. And just sip on that. And use the internet. Because I think that's what happened there. But I'm not saying you should have had the police called on them. Don't worry. Don't start coming for me. All right? Okay? No, I, I am not with a white person. So, hey... Does that count for something? Can I be woke? <laughs> but, um, no, this, um, so the, the ale thing, if you don't know, uh, again, so some lady was asleep in a campus dorm room, dorm, um, not dorm, common room in a, in a dorm. She was asleep, she was studying, and then her flatmate called the police on her because she thought she wasn't meant to be there. And thought she wasn't part of the uni and stuff. And so, yeah, the lady who who had the police corner filmed it all for like 11 minutes. Her interaction with the police and stuff. Now, here's the thing. Every step of the way, here it goes. Right. So, police being called um, for someone sleeping. No, just learn to approach someone. Like, hey, what, uh, what are you doing here? And go, I'll go here. Oh, sorry. Didn't, didn't realise. Then when you ask for ID... I'd have gone, go fuck yourself, because here are you, you're not campus police, so fuck off, I'm meant to be here, no, this is my dorm, shut up, then, you know, maybe the police would be called then, because I did tell her, you're not campus police, so the police would then be called on me, so then police go, hey, we've been told that, you know, you've been sleeping on campus, can you just, like, show that you're meant to be at this uni, and I would have been, like the lady in the video, yeah, sure, here's my card, watch me go into my room with my card, and they're like, well, how do you know that's your card? Because it has my fucking face on it. That's why. So that's another clue that I go to this university. Kind of in a very big elaborate ruse for me just to take a nap in the common room. But you've had the police. Police, you've been called. So you do need to do your job and make sure to completely uh, invalidate these claims that have been put against me. Granted, so do your job. Do, do your job. But however, you need to ask that lady to prove that she goes to this uni as well. Okay, so at this stage, I'm all right. I'd be all right here. Then, 
when they run the check on my name and my name's not actually spelt how it's meant to be spelt, I can't get pissed off at the police then. Granted, common sense says that you are the person in the video. There's a lot of things that are similar. For example, my my uh, medical records, my, my name's spelled incorrectly. I tried to change it when I was 16 and the doctor said, don't change it now because we will just lose your files. <laughs> said it straight. It's like, you, but you spelled my name wrong. It's like, yeah, but has it always been spelt wrong on your medical records? Like, yeah. Well, just just leave it. Just, yeah, don't don't change that now. So these administrative things do happen, these errors. And um, I guess while they're trying to verify you are who you are, but your name's spelled different, and yeah, common sense says that you are that person. I mean, you got you got to kind of let them do their job kind of thing. Now, I'm not trying to be one of those people, you know, when you see a black person get shot, yeah, they know what happened before the video was recorded. No, I'm not that. I'm not doing that. All I'm saying is, sometimes, sometimes, right, when we're angry, right, we're, we're angry with the uh, with the situation. She's pissed off that the police been called on her. But she's just, you know, being a student at uni. I get that. But your anger needs to stay focused on the person who called the police. Not the police in this situation. Right? And uh, that's the bit. Because, and I think social media's dealt with it well. Social media hasn't really gone at the campus police uh, on this one. They've just gone at the woman who's called them. And it's been decent focus on her. Because, yeah, just like learn to interact, man. Don't snitch all the time. How dangerous is a black person asleep on a sofa? You know what I mean? If it's someone just wiling out and stuff, then you're like, oh shit, I, well, okay, I'm going to call the police because I don't want to confront them. I'm in immediate danger. But someone's asleep in front of me, that, I don't think I'm in immediate danger right there. So maybe chill out. And then she kept on using like the words that I'm being harassed and stuff. Yeah. When the police officer started trying to explain to her, this, this isn't harassment. Um, I almost thought he was going to do it. I can show you harassment. Then he probably thought, ah, she's shit, she's, she's filming. I better not say any of that wild shit. <laughs> but, no, this never happened to me. Although I've had the police called on me, actually. And I was sat outside my own mother's house before. Um, kind of similar to what I'm doing now. I'm not outside my mum's house. I'm, I'm outside my house, sat in my car. I was with my mate. We was, you know what? You know, it is. You ain't seen your homemates for a while. You go back to your hometown. You drive back from somewhere. They pull up, about to drop you like off you're about to get out of that car but you ain't spoke for ages you end up chatting chatting away you know in a five minute goodbye chat turns to 10 minutes then turns into him turning his engine off and then we just sat there chatting away in the car just rabbiting 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 and boom knock on the door knock on the glass we're like what the fuck who's this dude you look like um you know like the guy from crime watch you know the asian dude i think it's like half asian dude yeah, he actually looked like him, mate. I don't think it was him, though. But he knocked on the window. He's like, flashed his badge. Said, hi, I'm from Essex Police. Um, I've been called here because you guys uh, have a report of suspicious behaviour. Me and my mate, we just started laughing. Granted, my mate was white. So, you know, it may mean I can't be woke online. But it also means that, you know, the police give me more leeway, right? That's the rules. So, we just burst out laughing. Go, what? Suspicious behaviour, like, yeah, there's been a call from someone in the area that you've apparently you've been sat in this car for a while. So, no, that's true. That is true. Um, but we didn't give it the whole, you know, 
oh, why the fuck are you here? What the fuck are you doing? Now we just we discovered, all right, just guess you had the police. You've been called, and he was like, yeah, I have to, you know, we have to respond to these calls. And in my head, I was thinking, do you know what? If I was him, this would be long for me as well. Like, I don't think he's happy to have to come and speak to guys sat in a car when he can clearly see that this isn't anything suspicious. But he has to. But it's his duty. He has to do it. Because if we've got drugs and shit, and we are actually being suspicious, then he's, he's kind of flopped. So, you know, he asked me for ID and asked my mate Daniel for ID. And we went, well, actually, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. He's like, where's your IDs? Hey? And he's like, what? He's like, where's your ID? You just come knocking on the glass saying you're police. We don't have a clue who you are. He then started laughing. He's like, do you know what? Fair enough. Good, good. And he got his badge out. Showed us his badge number. Said what station he was from. Gave his name again. Pointed on his little ID things. to see, that's that's my name. And that, there's my badge number. And I was like, fair enough. Deal. Here's my driving licence. And if you look at the address, I just point out the passenger window, I go, I live in that house there. And then he just bursts out laughing and go, guys, you know what? I'm so sorry. It's just one of those things. Someone's called and it's like, look, I know you can't tell me, but who, who called the police? He goes, no, nah, I can't say that. Um, you know, that that that'd be against that'd be against protocol for me to tell you who called the police. And he's like, all right, guys, I'm not going to tell you lot to go away. Just uh, sorry for taking up your time. I had to, uh, I had to do this. And it's like, right. no problem, mate. No problem. You know, then, you know, I, I, I oinked at him. He goes, what the fuck did you just do, mate? He dragged me out of the car, put me in handcuffs, smashed me across the bonnet. And I was like, ah, shit. Then I spent the night in the cell. No, that, that last bit didn't happen. I, my interaction with the police have, has always been very underwhelming and, and boring. Like I, re- like, I get it. I know this shit happens, right, between black people and the police. But I personally haven't had anything... Um, bad to happen between me and the police so i've always just um i've always had to kind of be fully empathetic about it and almost make up my feelings of anger because i don't actually have any personal stories like, i've never been pulled over in my car um by police uh one time i've had to stop and search um no it wasn't stop and search that's, that's not what it's called because they didn't search me it's a stopping account is this stuff an account? I should know this. I had to do this other other day. Um, where basically there was nine of us walking uh, walking along uh, Broad Street in Birmingham, and if, I don't know, for whatever reason, out of the group of us, the three of us were just lingering at the back, and the police just stopped us three and go, "All right, guys, what are you doing here?" And it's like, "What?" It's like, "What are you doing here?" It's like, "What do you mean, what are we doing here?" It's just flipping city centre of Birmingham, but just here. Do you know? So yeah, but what are you doing here today? What are you, what are you doing on, on Broad Street? So well, you just came back from the cinema. So well, you don't sound like you're from around here, boys. And it's like, no, we're going to one of the six universities in the city. Which university are you going to? Aston. And you're just like, well, um, well, then he goes, well, um, and he, he just he seemed like lost. He didn't know what. He's like, why why have you stopped us, mate? He goes, well. You match the description. Yeah, you match the description. He's like, you know that one's like, you match the description. Like, what the fuck does that mean? But to be fair, to be fair, if there has been an actual report of a crime, you know, and the, you know, the person suspected of doing it was reported to be black, male, 
around six foot. I guess they shouldn't waste their time, you know, stopping short Chinese women. Just to look like they're not, you know, being racist. I mean, it is discrimination, but discrimination isn't always bad. Like, you can't really be wasting your time as police. You know what I mean? It's been a murder. What was it? Yeah. Reports say there was a short white lady running away from the scene. Okay, let's, uh, let's just round up everyone, though. Why? Yeah, he just can't be sure. No, but sir, we've got the CCTV. It's a short white lady between 5'2 and 5'4. Yeah, well, you know. Don't be seen as being too sexist or racist here. So let's uh, get a few black guys, a few Chinese girls, Asian guys. And uh, yeah, get that, get that dude there. The Iranian dude in a wheelchair. Him as well. Bring him in for questioning. So, so I don't think that's, don't think that's necessary. No, but it's the right thing to do. In my police force, we don't discriminate. It's like, I think that's actually our job. We have to kind of discriminate, kind of discern what's actually happened here. <laughs> but long story short, we got got our thing, uh, got a little yellow slip to say we've been stopped. They, they did the whole, you know, right, well, you know, go, go home. It's like, no, we're not going home. Like, it's bloody 5 p.m. I'm going to a bar. He's like, oh, well, all right then. <laughs> that's the authority. Then we was like, all right, but you searched us. He's like, yeah. That's, he didn't say match description. I just realised because he wouldn't have made sense what we said after. We didn't match description. He just, it was random. It was random because people, that's it. There was, there was increased drug use in the city centre. So it was a random stop and search. So random. So it's like, all right, you've stopped us free. Yeah. What about those six ahead of you? So what? who are they? You're not with them. He's like, we are with them. And he's like, oh, because they're white and Chinese. You'd think we was with them. See, so then he felt, he can see he looked embarrassed. He looked embarrassed. That's it. That shit, that shit happened in Edinburgh as well. This time he definitely got profiled. My brother was uh, kicked out of uh, Edinburgh nightclub for being a well-known drug dealer in Edinburgh. Okay. Now, I, I'm not with my brother all the time. Okay. I'm not with him all the time. But I don't know him to be a drug dealer. Nor do I know him to be a big time drug dealer. Nor do I know him to have his empire stretch out to Edinburgh. <laughs> so, so that, stop calling the police on uh, on people. You know? Have a word with them first if they're not violent or dangerous. I guess that's the message I'm trying to give you people. All right. Oh dear. Now, what is the world coming to? What is the world coming to? Nothing has happened in the world. Consent. Did you see that? That clip of a woman on Lad Bible. Is he Lad Bible or Uni Lad? Oh, one of them. Of this woman who's talking about getting consent, um, you need to raise a culture of consent. Now, I am I am totally with that, okay? All right, I'm totally with that. Raise a culture of consent. It's not all about teaching girls to protect themselves and stuff, which I think is part and parcel of it. That's not victim blaming and that's not rape culture. Saying that, you know, you need to educate girls and women to protect themselves. That's I don't think that is rape culture. I think that's just taking your personal responsibility as far as you can take it, you know. So, yes, people get raped at home by family members, granted. But that doesn't mean that you should then, you know, walk home across a fucking park with no lighting at two in the morning on your own as a woman. Fuck it, I don't even do that as a man. So, yeah, I don't want to get murder raped. Or rape murdered. I don't know which one would be worse. 
guess 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 murder rape is a worse crime but personally as a victim i i guess i prefer to be murdered before i was before i was raped that's a that's a dark thought uh, uh, anyway and in this video um just talking about consent yeah but it's not just responsive ladies it's responsive of us to teach young boys as well hey look don't get don't go out there catching a case man doesn't matter how much you want to have sex this woman don't catch a case because hey that might be the last time you have sex with a woman that's not true actually because rape charges are fucking like loose fuck you get like three months suspended sentence for raping someone nowadays it's, it's pretty wild um, so that as well, I agree with. I agree that needs to be much more, um, much longer those sentences as well. But again, need to teach boys about consent. And um, this lady was talking about raising the consent culture in the household, teaching children that they have a choice. Now here's where I slowly kind of disagree here. I mean, I guess some children do have a choice about things. At the end of the day, they've always got to learn. They've got to respect their parents' authority. So not everything's actually a discussion. Um, I guess you can give them a choice, but you give them that realistic choice, you know. Hey, eat your dinner. Why? I don't want to eat my dinner. I choose not to eat my dinner. All right, choose not to eat your dinner. Then what happens? Then you don't, you don't get fed. Then you become malnourished. Then someone sees you with your skinny self and calls social services on us. And then they ask you, when's the last time you had a meal? And you're like, oh, I haven't eaten for a few days because I've chosen not to eat. And they're like, what? You're seven. You're coming with us. And now you're in the social care system. You don't see your mum or your dad. And then, you know, you're skinny and weak. So you're now going to get beaten up. And you're going to end up in a foster family. And we're going to have, like, limited visitation rights. Your mum's going to have a breakdown. I might kill myself. Divorce happens. Well, that's if I kill myself. I mean, if I... That's, if I kill myself, then the, the wedding ends, the marriage ends, I think, until death does us part. So, uh, you know, your mum's depression goes even worse. And, you know, your brothers and sisters, they're all spread around the country as well because you've been pulled, all been put into different social care systems. You know? And then after years of battling mental health problems, you know, then you try to rebuild relationship with your mum, but your mum's just all over the place. You don't get on venue with your siblings, then you just have really toxic relationships with people in the future. So you can do that. Or eat your fucking peas, son. And you'd be like, I'm... She's crying into his bowl of peas. And you're like, look, that's your choice. Those are your choices, son. That's the kind of parent I'm going to be. Give those kids those real life options, you know. That's what I'm going to do. But, um, yeah, but this lady in the video, she was talking about how you should be giving, letting kids have a choice. And she even used the example of when you're changing a baby's nappy. Look at the baby in the eye and say, I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? And then you're meant to read the baby's body language to see if they consent to having their nappy changed. What are you talking about? Like, seriously, what are you talking about? Why have we got a sexualities expert talking about consent for changing baby's nappies? I do not know. There's nothing about sexualities or nothing sexual about changing a baby's nappy. Well, there shouldn't be, okay? I don't know about you guys. But I'd like... Look, if, if it is sexual for you, don't, don't listen to my podcast, okay? Just don't. Don't be sharing my podcast around your weird, sick, baby shit, sex cult. All right, stop listening to my podcast now. But if you're normal, 
and you see there's nothing sexual changing uh, a baby's nappy, then you'd probably agree that you don't need a, uh, a a sexualities expert to be discussing consent about changing the baby's nappy. And what, and what if the baby doesn't consent? Do you really follow this shit? Hey? Hey? Goo goo gaga? Aren't you cute? Hey, daddy's going to change your nappy. Is that okay? No? Okay. You just let me know when you want your nappy changed. And then social services takes your baby away. So, look. Consent. Not everything's transferable to other things, basically, right? That's that's the deal. Consent's needed, yeah. Needed consent culture in your household, yeah. But that that's when it comes to sexual relationships with other human beings, okay? That's when you need consent. Okay. You don't you don't need consent for other other things. Like getting your nappy changed. Like Jesus Christ, what's what's wrong with people? I think there's just too many voices on the internet. Irony, I'm on the podcast talking. I'm 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 adding to those voices. I get that, but shut your face. Um, you know, I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm lost. I'm lost. Um, what else has happened this week? Nothing much, really. I want to keep this podcast short, generally, for once. So you usually say this, then 40 minutes later, I'm like, fuck, I'm still recording. Um, but no, 25 minutes in, I think we can wrap it up. One thing I do want to actually mention, though, because I noticed I was in Asda doing a quick shot. Uh, toothpaste. Toothpaste. When will they make toothpaste that is just, you know, that does everything? I don't get it. Why do I have to choose between cavity protection and, like, bleeding gums? Stronger enamel or fresh breath? Like, can I not just have it all? I thought, all right, I've picked up this Colgate Total. That has everything on it. And then it had, like, another one next to going Colgate Total fresh breath. I was like, wait, what? But this one says fresh breath on it. And this was, like, um, uh, Colgate Total, stronger enamel. It's like, what? What the hell's going on? So what's not in these toothpastes? When I just get basic Colgate, you're telling me that this isn't actually going to make my teeth whiter or freshen my breath. What what am I putting in my mouth here? Just fucking mayonnaise or something. What What is happening? So uh, that's my gripe with toothpaste, um, really. Um, right, so I'm melting in my car. So I'm going to go. Um, dear Deirdre, let's try and find that. Um, Wi-Fi, are you here? Wi-Fi, 4G connection, 4G connection. Um, whoa, there we go. Oh, god damn, Foley Seven. <laughs> Shout out to ESN guys. Um, here you go. Parents are against reunion with. This is what. Um, so this is what I just got down about. It's the next one. Parents are against reunion with ex. Will they? Will they ever get over her hurtful words? Oh jeez. I still love my ex, and I so want her back. But my family says I'm better off being alone than with someone like that. Um, we were together for three years, and I ended it four months ago. I have regretted it ever since. I've tried moving on, but I can't. Then get back with her. I see nothing wrong get back with her so far, but I'm sure the next details in the story will uh, confirm why it's difficult. I've spoken to my family about trying again with her, but she said some hurtful things to them after the breakup, and now they just don't want to know. Could we be happy together with so much bad feeling in the family? What did she say? 
How much, how could we ever go on to have kids? My parents dislike us so much. I'm 29 and I feel like wh whatever I do, I can't win. What did she say, man? Is that all you're going to tell me? Like, what the fuck did she say? Did she say, oh, you know, your mum's fucking aubergine salad ain't all that? What? Don't you dare talk to my wife like that. That's Helen's pride and joy. And it's like, ah, shut up, Keith. Just shut up. You think you're so good at DIY. That shelf has been wonky for years, Keith. And then Helen and Keith are like, just, just get out. Just, just get out. You see that? Because then they should be able to get over that. But if she's just like, you lot are just disgusting human beings. Then maybe that might be harder. Get them all sat around the table as adults. Get her to apologise. And get them to accept the apology. Let's go, look, I'm an adult. This is the woman I want to be with, all right? I've been thinking about kids, so I'm going to be barebacking her, all right? Let's get, let's get on programme. Mum, Dad, I'm going to be barebacking this woman for the next few months. She's going to be pregnant. She's going to have your grandkids. Now, you might not like her, but those grandkids will be related to you. They might be half her, but they'll also be half me. So get with the programme, all right? Say it with me. I am going to be barebacking her. Say it. No, we don't feel that's appropriate, Craig. Can we, can we just move on? We, we accept the apology. No. Say it. Yeah, maybe just do that. That's all I'll, that's all I'll do um, with that. Luckily, I've never been with anyone that my mum doesn't. That's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. I mean, with one girlfriend, I got with another girl very soon after. So we've kind of seen each other. I was living at home at the time, so I had to bring the girl around. And my mum just did not like her. And to this day, my mum completely misremembers why she doesn't like her. She's like, mm, no, she was just too in your face. I was like, mum, she was literally so quiet. All she ever said to you when she saw you was, hey, how you doing? And, and you just didn't like her because you liked my ex. And she's like, that's not true. She was in my face. She was rude. So I was like, mum, just... just you didn't like her because she had an American accent. And she said, that, that's that's not true. I can't remember her accent. I was like, that is a lie. Full lie. My mum can't stand American accents. It's, it's hilarious. Um, completely biased by, by him. Um, right, next one. Dear Deirdre, I love best pal's dad who wants me in a threesome with other bloke. Whoa. Na, 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 na. Shout out to Axel Blake. I did um, his... His work in progress show on Wednesday for his show. Not gonna lie, at the Indigo O2, go go get tickets for that. Unless you're in Birmingham, then don't stay in Birmingham because I'm coming up to Birmingham. I'm performing with Ori Styler, Maureen Younger, and Will Robbo. So those are your options. In Birmingham, see me. In London, see Axel. That's what you need to do on June the second. Anyway, I'm having a full-on affair with my best friend's dad. The sex is amazing. And I'm ready to tell the whole world we're in love. But he says this isn't the time. No, it's never the time. Um, I'm 18 and he's 40 and gorgeous. He looks nearer my age than, than his. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Oh, hey, that's just a fucking lie. Nearer your... Actually, right, that's not true. Mathematically, there's 22 years between you, meaning 11 years minus 40 is 29. So if he looks under 29, then he looks nearer your age than his. 
However, he's 40 years old. I doubt he's 40 and looks under 29. I think you just have a wet vagina. Vagina. For him. And that's you're just now being taken away. For, taken away by this guy. And his attention. But he looks nearer my age than his. We've been flirting for ages. And I've known him. I've known he's liked me since I was 15. Ah, Gross. Gross. How are you not turned off by him being a creepy... No, he's not a paedophile technically, because a paedophile is uh, some an adult who's attracted to prepubescent children. Uh, he would be a, a pedophile. I think that's the technical term. Um, so yeah, still disgusting, still R. Kelly. Um, I let him know I felt the same about him. I shared my 18th birthday with his daughter. Oh my god, my friends. He bought me a drink and gave me a quick birthday kiss. He whispered, so now you're an adult, anything goes. Jesus. Grooming thing. I wasn't quite sure what he meant, but I stayed over at my friend's house a few weeks later after seeing a band. It was due to end late, so he said he would meet us outside the hall and drive us both back to their places. Back to their place, sorry. My friend went to bed and I was still buzzing from seeing my favourite band. My friend's mum wasn't there, as I think she was spending the night at her mum's. There was just me and this hunk. Ugh. He poured me a drink and then two or three more. He held me. He kissed me. We had sex. Really cosy and quietly so my friend didn't know. It was my first time. Oh, no. Oh no, and it was great. Well, of course it was great. You had nothing to compare it to. Nah, see, it could have been shit as it was your first time. But you're 18. I mean, I'm not saying people should lose their virginity earlier and stuff, but I mean, 18 are your first times with your mate's dad. Like, what what's happening in your life? Where's your dad? I'm not blaming her. She's she's young. I'm not blame culture and all that shit. I'm not blaming her she's an adult as well but i mean jeez like i get it people want to sleep with older people and younger people at some point in their life you know just to scratch that itch but your first time don't fall in love fuck you know um we've been meeting for sex ever since when there's no one around either at their place or mine he won't use protection but says he's an expert and says it's quite safe Oh, jeez. I did have a pregnancy scare, but it turned out okay. He says he loves me, and he'll get a divorce in a while. No idea. Meanwhile, he wants a sexy picture of me on his phone and is keen on a threesome with me and some other bloke. Does that sound a bit risky? Fucking hell. Where, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> I mean, you haven't even said no. You're just like, yeah, it's... I had my first time with, with my mate's dad. Do what? Fuck it. Second time. Bring another dude in. Yeah. Why not? Why not? You're going zero to a hundred real quick, darling. He, he's like, just slow it down. You should end this affair, but I mean, if you're going to carry on, at least keep it with him. Does that sound risky? I was hoping our love would be out in the open by now, so I don't have to lie to my friend. I know she'll be shocked. But I hope she'll come round. Yeah, she's definitely going to come round. Definitely going to come round. 
oh my god it's so great that my mum has now been left by my dad because he's been banging you but guess what you're like my new stepmom now and we're best friends so we could just hang out forever oh my god it'd be great maybe you your my dad and you could have a kid and that'd be like my brother oh my god i could be like godfather and auntie and sister to the same kid it'd be great what kind of fucking fantasy world are you living in, darling? Um, I know she'll be shocked, but I hope she'll come round. He wants me to give more. She, He wants me to give more, but he wants to keep it secret for now. He makes, He's making me feel a bit insecure. Yeah. 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 Do what he's going to do. He's going to make you do something so sexually depraved that you will not want to tell anyone. And that's when he will back away from you. And just get back with his wife. And he's like, hey, if you tell anyone about our affair, I'll say, oh, you had two dicks in your ass. Do what? Now the ice cream man's coming off. That's a nice way to end it. <laughs> ah, dear. Hey, listen. This week, um, I was in Bournemouth gigging, which was fun and stuff. This week, uh, I will be... Uh, what am I doing this week? I'll be in South Kensington on Wednesday. Thursday, I'll be recording for Yanga TV. Doing um, an improv show, which is on Sky and Freesat, I think, or Freeview. I know, Sky and Freesat, I think it's on. Yanga TV, I'll be on there doing some comedy improv show. So your boy will be on TV, hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed. These things always come about and then they don't work out. So I'm not getting too hyped about that. And then later on, I'll be up the creek on... Uh, in Greenwich, and then I'll be at a wedding, be at a wedding next weekend, in a bloody castle, in Dorset, so um, that's going to be fun, so yeah, and then Sunday, um, I'll tell you about it now, Amused Moose, semi-final, National New Comedian uh, of the Year award, I'm in the semi-final of that, get through that, I got to Edinburgh, Go to Edinburgh um, uh, in August. So, you know, if you do want to get tickets and we can, you know, fix it, that even if I'm not the funniest person, I'll still go through and still go to Edinburgh. That would be flipping awesome, right? So that'd be good. So, yeah, you go on my website, you can get tickets for that. That's in London, the semi-final. The finals in Edinburgh. The semi-finals in central London. Uh, on Sunday the 20th so that'd be great i'm gonna get out of here now i've got to go and get dinner go eat, go eat my dinner so um everyone have a great week and uh yeah that's it really that's all i'm gonna say have a good week peace